new normal, unprecedented, stuck waiting for the future are all ways you could describe the coronavirus pandemic. It's also how you could describe sports in 2020. At the beginning of the pandemic, sports disappeared for months. Now, games full of fans are gone. There's cheering in the stadium, but the fake crowd noise was probably recorded years ago. From the Detroit Free Press, I'm Tad Davis, and this is We Lived It. This project aims to help future generations understand the novel coronavirus pandemic and bring this generation together while we live it. And this week, we bring you the story of Daniel Norris, a member of the Detroit Tigers. Daniel Norris has been a pitcher in the MLB for seven seasons, six of them with the Detroit Tigers. Tigers beat reporter Evan Petzl brings you the story. So spring training feels different than the normal season. The locker room culture is a bit more easygoing. A bunch of players hanging around, drinking coffee, watching their teammates play in the sunny Florida weather. And on March 12, 2020, the Detroit Tigers were in the middle of a spring training game against the Atlanta Braves in Lakeland, Florida. Guys not in the lineup or not scheduled to pitch often leave the ballpark early. Yeah, I mean, kind of like racking my brain. It, it all happened so fast, you know? That's Daniel Norris, a left-handed pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. You'd see stuff about COVID like on the news and whatnot, but I don't think any of us really knew like what was about to happen. He was leaving when general manager Al Avila stepped into the clubhouse. Al came in and kind of said, hey, everybody needs to stick around. We're going to have a meeting. Well, I don't know. I don't know right now, uh, you know, what the plan would be starting, let's say, next week. Uh, That's general manager Al Avila shortly after at a press conference. There's workouts. There's a possibility that we that we change directions. I, I don't have that direction right now. And yeah, long story short, basically, that's kind of when it got shut down. At this point, the COVID-19 pandemic was making itself known to the U.S. The NBA defensive star Rudy Gobert had just tested positive for the coronavirus, forcing the indefinite suspension of the NBA the night before. Like right now, we're just canceled spring training. Um, so, you know, knowing that that possibility was... Not long after, MLB announced the final two weeks of spring training would be suspended. I didn't think it would last as long as it did, just because there was so much unknown, you know, like we, we just kind of had no idea. But yeah, ultimately it ended up lasting a few months and, you know, it, it was uh, it was interesting just kind of playing that waiting game. Once spring training was postponed, the idea was for players to continue training in Lakeland. We're all kind of trying to figure out what to do. The initial plan was everybody hang tight, stay in town and keep training there. And then gradually they just kind of, you know, people started heading home. Six or seven players, including Norris, stayed in Florida and staying in the Sunshine State, Norris had a lot of free time. I'd wake up, get my training done, get my throwing done. I'd go surf for a few hours. Norris has fought many injuries, so he knew what it was like to be cooped up inside, waiting to play. But he was reacting to the unknown of the coronavirus, just like the rest of us. I think we're all just warriors. You know, this is unprecedented in a sense of just like, man, the whole world seemingly shut down. How are we going to get through this? And so everybody, every human is different and they all find their little zones that they're that they're comfortable in and that what gets you through the 24 hours of that day. And Norris was trying to find his comfort zone during the shutdown at the beginning of the pandemic. It definitely taught me a lot about myself, you know, dating back to the day that spring got shut down. I was like, all right, well, now what? You know, and so you kind of got to figure out like, what are you going to do? What's going to keep you sane? What's going to keep you going? What's going to wake you up in the morning? And the motivation factor. I've never really had an issue of being motivated. Like I'm able to, you know, wake up and put my car and drive and, and go, you know, but this year definitely tested that. Health and safety protocols became the focus of MLB and the MLB Players Association as the players and management decided a new contract for the entire league. And Norris was stuck on calls helping to decide the future of baseball. No exaggeration, those calls some nights were five hours. It was a lot of listening, 
a lot of taking notes. So, you know, I think I filled up a half a journal on those, on those things, just kind of like, just because a lot of the younger guys on the team, you know, they, they can't be on those calls. And so we're all fielding questions from, you know, younger guys on the team. Cause a lot of these guys are like, man, I, I'm just kind of stuck at my house back home. Like, I don't know what to do. So, you know, it felt like things were changing every three hours kind of handling and navigating through uncharted waters, you know, like obviously nobody had really dealt with anything like this in the league or obviously in the world. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was, it's something that I'll like look back on 20 years from now and be like, wow, that was, that was kind of crazy. Like a lot of the game changed kind of right in front of our eyes. Two weeks later on March 26th, three days after governor Gretchen Whitmer announced Michigan's stay at home order, MLB and the MLB Players Association agreed that in the year of 2020, a season would be played. The season was now cut to 60 games, but it was a different kind of baseball. No fans, phony crowd noise, coronavirus tests, face masks. Players were told to report to training camp in Detroit starting July 1st, with opening day later that month. So from March to June, Daniel Norris gets in this rhythm. The whole time during the shutdown, like I was... I felt like I was doing really well of just, you know, staying put and not, not being out in public. You know, the most public I, I was was at the beach, really, you know, because we were still going in and training and throwing. On June 19th, the Philadelphia Phillies had a COVID-19 outbreak at their spring training facility. And they're like, oh, you know, every complex needs to have a, have a test and shut it down. No one was allowed to return to team activities without a negative test. But for Norris, that was easier said than done. In the middle of June, after a workout at the Tigers facility, he took the two-hour drive to Cocoa Beach for a sunset surf. Then he drove back to Tampa in his wet board shorts to his one-bedroom garage apartment, feeling, in his words, sickish. Yeah, it was just weird. I kind of woke up one night and was sweating quite a bit and had the, the aches and all that deal. And, and I was just holed up in there, like, trying to sweat it out. And I just wake up and dripping sweat off my fingertips, you know, body aches, all that. But other than that, I never lost my taste or smell. Like, never really had a headache or a fever. It was just kind of like, which I felt like chills and sweats before. So I was like, you know, at that time, the COVID deal was heightened. But I was like, you know, I've felt this before. Hopefully it's just like a normal sickness or something I've had before. But, you know, I think that was, uh, that was just me trying to remain hopeful. Norris said he would get out of bed feeling 70 years old. A week later, he got his first COVID test. The day that I had the test was the day I started feeling a lot better. And I was like remaining hopeful the whole time. I was like, All right, you know, and I hope I don't have it. But yeah, then I found out I had it. And um, at that point, the worst of it was gone. But mentally, the hard part was like waiting to get back on the field, you know, because our, our summer camp was starting in days. And I'm like, man, like, I feel amazing. Like, I just want to go play ball. The positive test was only the beginning for Norris. With the Tigers preparing for baseball's return, Norris needed two negative tests in a row to rejoin the Tigers in Detroit. He felt healthy, but the test said otherwise. It took Norris a total of 27 days to get two negative tests in a row. It was super frustrating. I, I was, <laughs> I can say it now because it's over with, but I was sneaking out of the house to go throw against a chain link fence. Like I was like, in my head, I'd wake up. I'm like, all right, like, I'm going to get my workout in. I'm going to throw. I'm going to be ready. As soon as I get those two negative tests, like I'm going to hop right back in and be good. But yeah, I mean, my days were pretty much the same for five weeks. I just kind of wake up, get my work in and then make some food and just sit on the couch and watch surf films until the Tigers uh, summer camp. <laughs> they were like streaming the summer camp on Fox Sports. And I'd sit there on the porch and have a coffee and watch it. <laughs> and finally, on August 2nd, more than a month after his first positive COVID test, Norris got the call back to the majors. As expected, 
the game day process was a bit different than seasons before. In years past, he hung out with his teammates in the clubhouse. They shared the same coffee pot. They had lunch together, and they pulled jokes on each other. This year, everything was different. Yeah, the whole clubhouse dynamic the entire year was weird. You know, we're used to just hanging out by the lockers and having coffee, and now we've got these TV trays in front of our locker, and, um, you know, you got the mask police coming around like you're in between bites of your meal and you're like, Hey, can you put your mask on? I'm like, dude, I'm eating right now. You know, like that, that stuff took a little bit of getting used to, but you know, and I'm not complaining because I was so psyched. We got to play ball this year, but you're walking around the clubhouse and you're like looking over your shoulder, making sure you're not about to get a yellow card or get a demerit or a tally on your, on your name, you know? So, but you know, we all understood, like we made jokes about it, but we all understood like, this is what we got to do to be able to get through this. As for the stands without fans, I mean, picture it. Daniel Norris is used to thousands of fans cheering, booing, screaming his name. It was different this time. Not to get too deep, but like as athletes, it's really cool to have something inside of us that that you can just kind of put the blinders on. Whether there's fans or there's not, when it's game time, you're dialed in, you're locked in, and and even if it's a packed house, 40,000 people, you know, you don't really hear anything. So I think like that was kind of a cool thing about this year. Just every player out there was able to like tap back into that. And even with no fans and the pumped in crowd noise and the echoes and stuff, you're able to sort of like hone in and and do your job. I thought that was, that kind of showed me a lot about um, just, you know, baseball or just athletes in general. You know, you see the guys in the NBA and NFL and everybody doing it It is just being able to tap into that. And I thought that was quite cool. Pitchers and catchers report for spring training February 17th, 342 days since last year's spring training was first shut down. And Norris is still searching for a purpose. He wants to play. I think I might get a chance to start. And heck, I told him, I was like, you know, if you want me to play center field, I'll play center field. You know, like that's kind of my mindset with it. As MLB begins its 2021 season, the COVID-19 pandemic hasn't disappeared, which means MLB should look very similar to where it left off in 2020. TV trays, masks, and now limited fans. Daniel Norris feels similar to many as we come close to the one-year anniversary of the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. People are still cooped up inside, and they're getting restless, longing for something normal. Like Norris, we all would really love to play center field in whatever our occupation is. But for now, the Tigers pitcher remains focused on improving daily, as a baseball player and as a person. Uh, I think my expectations are just kind of keep cruising, you know? progress every day um, as a human as a pitcher as a baseball player whatever you're always every day is an opportunity to get better so I'm you know just taking that initiative and, and want to be the best that I can be and prepare for the season uh, I think we're all just really excited to get down there and get to work and I love kind of where we're at I think that I think we're going to be a lot better this year um, yeah I think I think it's going to be fun We Lived It is reported and produced by Darcy Moran, Carrie Jr. II, and me, Tad Davis. Materials are also supplied by the Michigan History Center, with special thanks to Mark Harvey. Our executive producers are Marianne Struman and Anjanette Delgado, and our editor is Peter Bautia. A special thanks to Evan Petzold for telling the story. He joined the Free Press in the midst of the pandemic. He's still not seeing the Detroit Tigers clubhouse. I've never been in a clubhouse before, man, because this is my first year. So, like, I don't even know what that's like or, or what to expect when that happens. Like, I'm just kind of it's wait and see. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully no more of those post-game Zoom calls. I miss having the, 
the the camera in my face asking me what went wrong tonight you know so <laughs> those are the best questions aren't they <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah yeah totally all right man hey well you, you take it easy all right all right see you guys yeah bye Everybody has their own story to share about the COVID-19 pandemic. Submit yours by leaving a three-minute telling at 313-288-0370. And check out Freep.com to learn more.